Welcome back to the Choosing Simple podcast. I'm your host, Amy Fuel. I am a homesteading mama, wife, author, entrepreneur, homemaker, and today we are with you with a brand new podcast, a day late and dollar short, as I like to say. I'm a little bit behind on the day this week, but you know what? That's okay, because we have something really interesting to talk about this week um, that I think you're going to enjoy. We're getting back on the devotional train this week, so... Stay tuned. We are going to get ready to have this week's podcast, episode 14 of season one. I'll be right back after this word from one of our sponsors. So one of the things that I've been thinking about recently is this whole pandemic and all the things that go along with it, you know, and there's just so much. Let me start by saying you probably hear an incubator running in the background, some chicks chirping and maybe a baby monitor (laughs) because as I like to say, we like to keep it real over here. But we've been walking through the recent pandemic in the world. And a lot of us have had a lot of different feelings about it, a lot of a lot of different opinions. And while walking through a pandemic, we've also been walking through regular, real, everyday life. Navigating that with with our families and our friends and our kids and our spouse. So there's a lot of feelings going on. And it's actually given me a lot of time to really think about life. You know, life in general. And one of the most profound things that I'm noticing is that a lot of us don't have hope. At the same time, a lot of us believe in the false promise that we will never have trouble in this world when in fact the Bible says the complete opposite, that we will have troubles, Um, but to fear not, for God has overcome the world. And I think I touched on that a little bit in the previous podcast. But here's the thing. The main thing I've noticed through all of this is that most of us are afraid God isn't going to show up. We're afraid God isn't going to show up during the virus, during political issues, during what a lot of us feel like is government overreach. We don't feel like God is going to show up in our finances in our relationships, and just in a lot of situations in life. And that's that's a really hard pill to swallow because we preach this concept that God's going to show up, right? As Christians, we, we preach that concept when the reality is that I would say 70% of us probably don't even believe it. We've been so 
detached from an audible God in Western culture for so long that I think sometimes we just regurgitate the things that we think we're supposed to say without actually believing them ourselves. You know, I, I'm going to admit, there are a lot of situations where I don't think God's going to show up. And that's just me. You know, that I'm not telling you he's not going to show up. What I'm saying is my own fragile human mind can't understand that concept. So I'm going to try to unpackage this for you in, in a way that I feel like we need to encourage one another to actually be, be believers again, if that makes any sense. I mean, the whole word believe is that it's faith. You know, it, it, our entire faith in God and faith is is believing in things unseen, the things that you hope for. And so part of that is believing that God's going to show up. So when we go through the Bible, one of the things that we consistently see, and I know I've been talking about the Old Testament recently, but it's what I've been reading. We see, sorry, big yawn. We see um, the Israelites and the Ark of the Covenant. And, you know, God gave the Ark of the Covenant to the Israelites, obviously for the Ten Commandments, but also because wherever the Ark went, and if God went before them, they won battles. But there were instances where, where Israel turned away from God, and they sought other gods, or they had major disbelief that God wasn't going to show up for them. And in those moments of disbelief, there are many times where God showed up, but he let what they were afraid of happening happen. He gave them over to their fear and their doubt. Because he had proven himself so true so many times. And here they were doubting him. Now you might be thinking, like I thought many times, reading the Bible, oh my gosh, that is so cruel. Why why can't God just be a loving and gentle and wonderful God and do everything that we want him to do, <laughs> right? You know, I I have had some fear during this entire virus. And I'm I mean, I'm I'm gonna put it out there because this the whole reason I started this podcast is so that I could be more vocal in sharing my personal beliefs and convictions. I feel like people who listen to a podcast are the people that would resonate with my personal beliefs and convictions versus maybe some of the people that watch our YouTube channel or read the blog. So that's why I started this this platform. But there are some real fears that I've had to work through during this virus. And 
You know, one of them is this whole mandatory vaccine thing. Well, I don't think anybody in their right mind, even if you even if you believe in getting vaccines, should get a vaccine that's been rushed. Okay? That's just reckless. Truly. That's true recklessness. But there are some political rumblings where some politicians and corporations and people in authority are really overreaching. And you know, maybe if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't be so concerned. But I'm sitting back and I'm watching a lot of people scream from the rooftops that nobody should be allowed to go outside. Nobody should be allowed to go into grocery stores and other stores. Kids shouldn't be allowed to go back to school. People shouldn't be allowed to go on vacation unless they've gotten this vaccine. Now, we we go through this. Like, we tried to develop a Lyme's vaccine. And do you know that we stopped doing that? Because we found out years later that it was actually giving people Lyme's disease. You know, we we rushed the H1N1 vaccine. We we've we've done this. We do this. We continue to do this. And it's why, you know, some people like myself are so skeptical about modern medicine, pharmaceuticals, and vaccines. Because we have watched the track record. And then the track record is not good. It's not. But I'm not going to turn this into a vaccine debate. I'm just saying. Think about it. What scares me are these people that are literally demanding that the government take care of them. And I've said this more than once in the last few weeks. The government's not here to take care of you. The government is here to sustain a country and help lead a country and help fight for a country. But it's not here to take care of you. It's not what government was created to do. We are created as free people to make free will choices from the beginning of time. Even God created us as free people to make our own free will choices. So that's been a little scary. That's, that's a thought that's been scary. And a, and a time when I've said, God's not going to show up. This is just going to keep going and he's just not going to show up. But God is starting to show up. And in fact, I think God's been showing up from the beginning of it all. There are a lot of things that are starting to unravel. A lot of stories that don't make sense. Even in mainstream media, believe it or not, even in mainstream media, I've seen stories condemning um, some of the comments and opinions that are being, you know, that are false and being spread from professionals. Likewise, I, I see bad information more than not in the media 
But my my job isn't to control the media or other people's thoughts and opinions. We could sit on Facebook and argue all day about our opinions. And it's not going to get us anywhere. My job is is to help educate, you know, as an herbalist and as a leader in the homesteading community to help educate and give information, good information without being prideful or egotistical. But my job as a Christian is to believe that God's going to show up. Now, sometimes that means that we have to show up. We have to show up with information and with our bodies and minds. We have to show up at the polls. We have to show up by by protesting, you know, no, I'm not talking about in the streets necessarily, though sometimes that's called for as well. Um, but by protesting unconstitutional and unbiblical bills and laws and decisions that lawmakers make. You know, I heard someone say the other day, well, God ordains government, so we should follow everything that they say. And my mind was just blown because did they not read the Bible? (laughs) You know, there were plenty of times that the government went against what God said. Think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three men that were thrown into the fire. You know, I wonder if they thought God wasn't going to show up. But he did. Think about Daniel. Daniel went against his government. Because it was unbiblical. He was thrown in a lion's den and God showed up. Now you question, what about things like the Holocaust? Like, come on. We had millions of Jewish people killed by this dictator. Well, millions of Jews have been killed for centuries um, because of bad decisions. They've been persecuted for thousands of years. Thousands of years. But they've also turned away from God. Like many of us. And then we have Jesus that steps in and fulfills the law and, and, and everything. And so it's kind of this, this wishy-washy time. What is the standard? Okay, is God going to show up or is God not going to show up? And how do I know if he's going to show up? And <laughs> do I need to be afraid he's not going to show up and try to... We do this. We do this, and it reminds me of the verse that says, be still. The reality is that we often all have to make our own decisions at some point. I think back to a conversation I had with someone at the beginning of this entire virus, and 
He said to me, at some point, we all have to make our own decisions again, right? <laughs> and, and I laugh because it's true. And it's sad that it was a question. It's sad that through any of this, a, a virus that the CDC literally just released and said, well, this virus is basically like a bad flu year. Typical cases of a bad flu year. For, for months, the CDC has um, given information on deaths and infection rates but it's a combined death and infection rates cumulative and so general average American people don't understand that they just keep seeing big big numbers when they don't realize that the curve that we've been talking about has been flattened for for quite a few weeks now and let me assure you it's not due to social distancing because my county hasn't been social distancing for weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, we went into town on Saturday just to get some things from the store. And it was like a typical spring Saturday in our, in our town. And yet our numbers aren't going up. Typical, you know, a typical number range. And everybody's thriving. We're afraid God isn't going to show up because of fear. We fear our lives and what's going to happen or not happen. We fear our government because we feel like they're more powerful than us. God requires us to show up too. And we fear doing that. We want to sit back. And we want to do nothing and just have God take care of us. Kind of like a lot of us do with the government. We just want to sit back and do nothing and have the government take care of us. And that's not how this works. Even with the Israelites, God required them to trust that he was going to go before them. And it would all go according to his plan. And that's the second part of all this. I say this, I feel like a broken record because I say this a lot, but I, I want to really say it loud and clear. Because I know that there are people out there who fear a lot of things right now because it's crazy times. And I assure you, fear is not from God. Let's just, let's just throw that out there right now. We are on a timeline that is not our own. You know, I had this conversation with my sister the other day and she said, what do you think my purpose in life is? And I said, well, that's the problem. Christians think that we're all supposed to find this one purpose, right? What's our purpose? There's even a book called Purpose Driven Life. I've actually never read it, so I'm not even going to comment on it. 
but Christians especially, what's my purpose in life? And we all think it's going to be this one thing that's, this is your purpose. And so we, we like to say, well, my, my purpose is being a mom and raising kids and being a homemaker or, or my purpose is this extravagant career choice that impacts millions of people or, or something, you know, it has to be something. We have to know what our purpose is. You know that God clearly lays out our purpose throughout the entire Bible. Our purpose is to shine Jesus. That's our purpose. Our purpose is to bring more people into the kingdom of God before we reach the end of that timeline. Do you know that your purpose could be something as simple as making a phone call to a friend and encouraging them that day and it changing their entire lives? Your purpose, you could have been created your whole life, could have been created to post one thing on Facebook that saves someone else's life. Your purpose in life can be as minuscule as a one-minute conversation that changes someone's heart, or it can be as elaborate and complicated as being the next Billy Graham, okay? Think about that. God shows up in every aspect of our lives according to his purpose. The unfortunate part of that is that likewise, there are hardships in purpose. Every life has a purpose. You know, I could, I could go out and get hit by a bus, you know, and my organs be donated to the next evangelical leader that it's going to save half the world. And that could have been my purpose. Unfortunate for me and my family. But very fortunate for the people who had come into the kingdom of God to be saved. Do you see how that works? Life is very complicated. Bad things can happen. With a purpose. It doesn't mean that they're always necessarily what should happen. But it does mean that we have to walk through hard times. Because within those hard times, someone, somewhere is turning to God. That's how God shows up. And yes, God does show up in major ways too. I can't tell you how he's going to show up in this entire thing. It might be as simple as a whistleblower who blows everything out of the water and says this is all just a bunch of crazy malarkey. And things fizzle away. That could happen. That happens with a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that people don't realize. There are constant rumblings of laws and political issues and 
force mandated things. And they fizzle out because somebody somewhere stood up, spoke out about it, and everything died down. We have to continue doing that though. You know, I told my husband, I said, I said, more men need to stand up. You think about the Bible and, and how men were created to be strong and courageous and, and just powerful. And so many men don't do that anymore. They don't show up at polls. They don't show up at their political meetings it's to stand against a tyrannical governor or government or people. We need to show up and do our part so God can show up and do his. But if we cower in fear or we cower in laziness or we cower in, well, somebody else will do it. Then maybe it won't ever happen. I see a lot of women starting to stand up. You know, when I was a teenager, I remember listening to a pastor, not a pastor, she, she wasn't a pastor, but she was an, a motivational speaker, Christian, biblical-based woman, beautiful woman. She actually survived the Holocaust, and her testimony was shared wherever she went. And I remember her saying, more men need to show up. Even then, more Christ-believing men need to show up. And likewise, women have their part to play as well. We live in a country, though, where being masculine is seen as a bad thing. And that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. But I think what I'm trying to get at is throughout history, throughout the Bible, we have watched God show up in so many ways. Likewise, we have also seen where things happened and we didn't think that God showed up. Or maybe we, we don't think God showed up as soon as he, he did. The reality is that we live in a free world with free will and people make bad decisions. God has nothing to do with that. On the other hand, we live in a world that God created on a timeline that God created and the ultimate purpose for our lives is to bring people into his kingdom. Whether it's a one second word of encouragement or a lifetime of evangelism. That's our purpose. And in the middle of all of this, the crazy happens that we have to navigate and wonder, is God going to show up? And I think it's time for us to stop wondering because he's going to show up when he's supposed to show up 
and how he's supposed to show up. I would think that nine times out of ten, you won't even know that he's shown up. And the other one percent, you'll see him show up so great that you can't deny him. So my encouragement to you this week is to believe that the creator of the world knows what he's doing. God sees everything. Do you know that in the Bible, I should have written down the verse. At one point, the Israelites were so oppressed that God wept. God's heart hurt so much for them because they could have just turned to him and said they just kept wandering and wandering and wandering farther away. And he wept for them. His heart hurt. He couldn't bear it anymore, the Bible says. And it was in that moment that he showed up. Even in their rebellion, even even in the doubt he showed up and unfortunately up until that point people died that's why God's heart hurts so much but he did show up at the right time at the right place to impact the most people possible So we have to believe that no matter what happens, no matter what our fears are, whether it's something complicated like this recent virus or something simple like our personal finances, number one, we have to show up, okay? We have to make smart decisions. We have to speak out against things or we have to make wise decisions in our life. And number two, God will always show up. And in the midst of it all, just make sure you're living your purpose every single day. Every single day. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for joining me this week. Hopefully it wasn't too jumbled. Some weeks I feel like I'm just literally pouring my thoughts onto a platform because these are things that I go through too just like you and I'm encouraging myself to stop doubting and believe God's going to show up it's sad to think that as Christians we don't believe he will when that's what our entire basis of Christianity is that that God is real, that God is powerful, that God is almighty, and that God's going to show up. So evaluate your heart this week. Evaluate your mind. What are some blind spots you have to your own Christianity or your own life that you could work on in believing that God's going to show up and that you need to remember what your purpose is So thank you for joining me once again for the Choosing Simple podcast. We have some fun things coming up for you and I'm really enjoying 
um, taking the time to, to plan some upcoming episodes out. And I hope that you'll continue to enjoy them and join me every single week here. All right, guys, have a great week. And as always, don't forget to choose simple.